Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Tony Bernardo is the executive director of the Canadian Shooting Sports Association. And uh, I've talked to Tony many times over the years about these issues. So, uh, Tony, thank you for the time. And uh, Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Blair's explanation, firearms are banned because they're made for the military to kill humans in warfare and that's all they're banning, that gun owners, licensed gun owners, 2.2 million in this country, have nothing to worry about. What do you say? Nonsense. In every aspect. First of all, many of these firearms that they're talking about here are used for hunting. And I can even prove that, because immediately after the Prime Minister finished saying that silly statement, the Attorney General, Mr. Lametti, got up there, and said we're providing an exemption here to our First Nations folk because many of them use these firearms for hunting. Hmm. How about that? He also said at one point in the, the, the discussion was that people who use these firearms for hunting may be a little inconvenienced by this. Hmm. How about that? Now there's also five or six whole sporting competitions that are based around these types of firearms. And for 30 years, the federal government has been giving us authorizations to transport these firearms to and from shooting ranges, where it's the only place they can be fired, for some of them. And they give us these authorizations to transport these firearms to the ranges for the purposes of sports competitions. So when we're talking about these particular firearms, Tony, what we hear again and again and again is AR-15, AR-15, AR-15. And I don't think many people really know, uh, unless you're you know, a gun enthusiast or if you uh, own firearms or you own something designated as an AR-15, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know what an AR-15 is. It just started to sound really scary. Uh, how scary is it? What is it? Okay, it is in Canada a five-shot target rifle. It's no more than that because, number one, you cannot fire it anywhere except on a licensed Section 29 range or a DMD range, Department of National Defense. It is limited to a magazine capacity of five shots. All semi-automatic centerfire rifles in Canada are limited to five shots. That's it. So what we're dealing with here is a five-shot gun that can only be fired on a shooting range. All the scary stories you hear about the AR-15 come out of the United States. And the reason they do this is because the AR-15 is the most popular sporting rifle in North America. And it's, it's not used because it's particularly deadly. It's used because it's particularly common. So it's sort of like, you know, the Honda Civic of of, of firearms. It was originally designed uh, over 60 years ago, and uh, we started importing them into Canada in 1964. And since that time, 
there has been one shooting, one shooting in Canada with an AR-15, one, since 1964. And the, and the person, thankfully, didn't die. Uh, it was a mafia hit where they did a drive-by shooting on a store, and the person was accidentally hit, and, and thankfully she survived. Um, but uh, that's it. That's the total criminal record of this gun in Canada. So let's broad base it a little more, because it's a big number. When you see 1,500 uh, firearms models and variants are banned, mm-hmm. it starts to sound like, and, uh, and frankly, the, the minister, Mr. Blair, made it sound like, the, you know, there's a lot of uh, weaponry out there that belongs in the hands of JTF2 or, or a SEAL team, and, and not somebody who's going target shooting or not so, but somebody who's going going hunting. We're talking 1,500 people. Put that in context, or 1,500 models or variants. Put that in context for us, please. Well, sure. Uh, I mean, first of all, none of these firearms are used by the military. That's it. None of them. And you, you know, you can, you can have the prime minister allege they are because they share a resemblance. But it, it's much like, you know, a Humvee versus a, a real Hummer. And, you know, the, the military is using their Humvees, uh, in the States. And here we have Hummers that are, that are road cars. They could not be used in the same manner, but they both say Hummer on them. And it, it's very much like that. You know, putting stripes on a Mustang does not make it a race car. It makes it sporty. And that's the yeah. type of firearm these are. They are sports firearms. They're made to sport shoot. But none of them are used by the military. None, none, none. You will never okay. find any one of these in the hands of a Navy SEAL or the JTF-2. Tony, I'm uh, going to be speaking with Daryl Bricker later on from Ipsos. And um, Mr. Bricker, always a great guest, gives us uh, a real view or a snapshot of what, what Canadians are thinking about and what they're saying when it comes to specific issues. And we have an Ipsos poll that was uh, done for Global News, 52% of urban Canadians tell Ipsos Public Affairs that all guns should be made illegal in Canada. Is that 52% number fairly consistent over what you've seen over the last number of years, or does that signal a change in public attitude or a shift in public attitude toward any kind of gun ownership to you? No, it's definitely a shift in public attitude, and, and of course the shift is with people who really don't understand anything about them. You know, one of the questions that was asked uh, about this in Angus Reid yesterday was, would you support a ban on assault-style weapons? Well, that's great, except there's no such thing as an assault-style weapon. It, it, it simply does not exist. There's no definition for even what... It's a contradiction in terms. It's either an assault rifle or, 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 or it isn't. Right, an assault rifle has an actual definition. There's a military definition... And it says assault rifles have large capacity magazines and they are selective fire, which means they could fire full automatic like a machine gun or they could fire a single shot. That's what selective fire means. When the prime minister and when the public safety ministers say that lives will be saved by this order in council that they're undertaking, what do you say? It's just nonsense. I mean, it's complete nonsense. I mean, we, we have not seen this. Like... Uh, of the 1,500 models of firearms, and these are not individual guns, they're models of guns. We're, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of firearms here. Of those, in the history of Canada, we have three times they've been used in shootings. Three. One, one for three different models. 
And I mean, the, the Mini 14, which of course is the gun that, that was used at a cold polytechnique, is a hunting rifle. It's still a hunting rifle. It's non-restricted. It's popular for hunting, particularly for people who might be handicapped or, or have an injury because the recoil is very, very low and, and the firearm can be used for hunting up small deer um, with it. Um, in most places in North America, the jurisdictions don't allow that rifle because it's not powerful enough to kill a deer. In Canada, we also have a variant, and the U.S. has a variant of this firearm, called a Mini-30, which is a larger caliber. And quite frankly, it's the firearm that I've been hunting deer with for the last 15 years. And it's a great hunting rifle. And now it's banned. Does it surprise you that in this, and I'm not trying to uh, butter your bread for you, <laughs> but does it surprise you that in the announcement, unless I missed something here over the last 36 hours, that there is no mention of any uh, government uh, effort, increased effort, to interdict smuggled firearms entering Canada from the United States. Well, absolutely, and there's no effort to, to stop the gangs from recruiting. There's no effort being made on mental health issues, which, of course, is where these mass killings come from. Remember, I'm not saying mass shootings. The, the, the worst mass killing in Canada's history was done with a, a five-gallon can of jerry, uh, jerry can of gasoline, sorry. And um, that jerry can of gasoline was, was used to burn down a building in, in Montreal, and 80 people died. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and people seem to forget the evils in their hearts. It's not in the tool. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see how this go develops going forward. And as I said, tomorrow we start the show with Andrew Scheer, the leader of the Conservative Party, the official opposition who says this should have been debated in Parliament oh, yeah. and not be an order in council put through by Mr. Trudeau. And they also had their legislation, which they already passed anyway, but they yeah, didn't act on it. It's right. The, the legislation was passed 11 months ago, mm -hmm. and it was so unimportant in the agenda, it still hasn't been implemented. So it shows Don't... the crisis we're under. This, the second thing, it was only a year ago that the Prime Minister was screaming at the top of his lungs about how firearms decisions should never be made by politicians, they should be made by the police. And in this particular circumstance, all the police services right across the country think this is a really dumb idea. Well, I have a quote uh, somewhere in our file. I didn't ask for it today, but I'll ask the studio if they can find it. Uh, and we'll play it later if they can. But there's a, a spokesman for the Winnipeg Police, uh, spokes officer, or I don't know what the term is anymore, um, from the Winnipeg Police, who actually said the legislation was largely, I'm using my own word here, useless. But there's a lot of debate that's going to be held. There'll be a lot said about this. Uh, nobody wants to see mass killings. Obviously, right. that's such an obvious statement. And the response from the government is the response from the government. Tony, thank you for the time. Always a pleasure, Roy. Take care. YouTube Tony Bernardo, the executive director of the Canadian Shooting Sports Association. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.